tonight on an all-new season two, a very special Halloween episode of The Wrestling Show. First, this is a very cynical review of the previous week of wrestling, starting with the monopoly of wrestling. That's right. It is the machine. <clears throat> the corporate. It is AEW starting with Rampage. Actually, starting with Dynamite, then Rampage. Moving on to the WWE. Sandwiched with the NXT is starting with NXT 2.0. Moving to Raw, SmackDown, and then finally, NXT UK. <clears throat> Wilbo. Wilbo. Welcome to the channel, listener, viewer. I am your very cynical host, Lip, a.k.a. Tetsu Omega. That's right. And uh, I got a doozy for you this week. It is a very special Halloween episode of The Wrestling Show. Surprise, surprise, orange for Halloween. So we're starting with the Monopoly. That's right, I say that for sure now. And they are definitely the corporation, the corporate wrestling choice. Regardless of what you think about Vince McMahon, this is the corporation. But we start big. We start huge. This is Bobby Fish versus CM Punk. CM Punk's debut match on, he usually fights Rampage, but this time he's on uh, Dynamite. Now this was, I gotta say, this was the match of the night. Full of huge moves. Big, big moves. Um, now... This was uh, a CM Punk match. Uh, it was very exciting. I can't give him take it away there. He always has an exciting match, but it's always uh, back and forth in the beginning. Then CM Punk gets clobbered, absolutely owned for a long period of time. Then it goes to back and forth, and CM Punk will eventually win. <clears throat> With some great go-to-sleeps. Very good. It's very, the endings are always worth it. He knows how to put together an ending to a match. So this was, I'd say, a three and a half out of five. So good for you, David Arquette, CM Punk. Okay, so moving on. We have uh, quite the uh, quite the thing going on. It is the uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman uh, coming to the ring. Um, he's got a match against uh, this person named uh, Bryce Donovan, apparently. So you know who's going to win this. And uh, uh, MJF won that pretty handedly. Very handedly indeed. Uh, squashed. Um, so he had, of course, uh, um, Wardlow and Spears by his side, I guess. Uh, and Spears was acting kind of weird, kind of goofy. I guess there was a reason there. Because uh, after, the, uh, <clears throat> after the whole match, um, what's that... Uh, MJF, he decided to make up, do a promo. In-ring promo, he was very angry. Very angry with the crowd. He was... Hmm. <clears throat> maybe a little bit unnecessarily too angry. It, it was just a little bit forced, maybe. And I'm saying maybe a lot here. So, <clears throat> while he's disrespecting the crowd, uh, Sting comes in. 
and uh, takes out Spears and uh, Wardlow with the bat. Then uh, <clears throat> we have Darby Allen. He comes in. <coughs> Sorry about that. I've got some phlegm happening. Right at a minimum. But Darby Allen comes in. And I guess apparently it's going to be eventually Darby Allen versus MJF once, a, once again. You know, I guess uh, a lot of people say, why are you going to wrestling for? Why Why do you wrestle in this corporate company? And they say, usually in the WWE, they say this anyways. They say, if you're not going for the championship belt, what exactly are you doing here? MJF? That's a good question. A lot of these feuds really go to nowhere. You know, they don't lead to any belts. They're just personal feuds, all of them. Nothing to do with the uh, world championship, which is weird. So next up, we've got a setup. A setup match, uh, I guess part two, I guess. Um, Dr. Britt Baker versus Abalone. Abaddon. And it was hilarious, too, because uh, they're saying, oh, it's a trick-or-treat match, which means, I guess, anything goes. And they're saying that, oh, uh, Abalon has might have a lot of tricks up her sleeve. While Dr. Britt Baker looked back at uh, Rebel and uh, Jimmy Hader and said, I got a couple of tricks myself. Hint, hint. If you know what tricks are, then I guess uh, no explanation needed. And none will be given. So next up was a big match. Huge match. Now, Sammy Guevara, he is a very talented person. He's a talented wrestler. He gets, uh, he gets it done in the ring, you know. And uh, now, now I got to say this. Before we move on, Sammy Guevara is the uh, corporate champion. You know, he is, uh, he represents uh, Turner Network. He's a Turner Network television champion. Period. And it's true. Sammy looks shocked, but he is representing the corporation. Now, this, this match was, they gave it their all. This was a match that was like uh, Sammy Guevara versus Miro. It was just superhero tactics finishers big moves over the top you know and you know it's going to be a you know a my turn your turn style wrestling when the finishing finally gets there it is a roll-up like i say the roll-up is the most powerful move after all there it takes nothing to get into the roll-up there's no finisher straight to the straight to the pin you know you who needs a finishing move when you just got a pin I don't know. So that's what I say. They have a lot of finisher in that, that match, but uh, who needs them? Just go for the roll-up. Bypass everything in. Before anything gets out of hand, you got yourselves the uh, um, the inner circle getting back together. Whoop-de-doo. You know, once again, back together again. So next up is uh, the, the face-to-face, so to speak. Um, Daniel Bryan versus, uh, you know... Uh, Where is this here? Yes, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Eddie Kingston here. You know? Uh, Eddie Kingston said his piece, and he could not, I don't know, maybe just couldn't have to take uh, a face-to-face with Daniel Bryan, who's got the better mic skills, and clearly, you know, uh, Kingston just didn't want to take the chance of looking foolish. 
And good thing, too, because he would look foolish. So next up is uh, the new Death Triangle, apparently. <laughs> it's hilarious. I think it looks like Alex Abrahantes really wants to take over this whole group. He's trying to get an edge in. He actually tried to get ahead of uh, Phoenix. And Phoenix, like, he literally nudged him back out of the way. It's like... <laughs> so it's it's hilarious now. Um, Penta Zero. He doesn't speak much English. He knows that. So he does all his promos in Spanish. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, he's comfortable with that, comfortable with it. And he's, he, he gets his point across. Uh, Phoenix, he speaks great English. He goes for it. I don't know why Andrade has to speak his... He, he really wants to speak English, but it's such at a, such a low grade. But okay, so finally Alex Abrahantes says this, um, he makes a challenge himself. Alex, riding gloves, Alex. Always with the riding gloves. Never fights. Like he's ready to fight, but he never will. But he likes to have those gloves on. He loves the gloves. Everybody doesn't have the gloves this time. He's like, uh, you know what, uh, Death Triangle? Alex, you're just too glove crazy. I bet on the weekends. Like, hey guys, want to go glove shopping? Okay, so nevertheless, let's move on. Serena Deebs versus um, Hikiru Shida, part two. Now, part one was if Hikiru would have won, she would have won her 50 matches, 50 wins in AEW. Won an accomplishment. Only Jungle Boy himself had won him such a trophy. And you can see he never parades it around because it's pretty stupid. Okay, so this time, is it, could it be different? Would... Uh, um, Serena get another victory? No. No, 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 no. So uh, Hikiru gets her 50 win trophy and she's very happy about it because that's probably all she's going to get right now considering uh, uh, Nevertheless, she's beaten up by Serena Deebs after the match. Serena with her wonderful moral victory. So next up we have a wonderful match. It is uh, Johnny Moxley Wild Things, from the Wild Things himself, Johnny Moxley. <coughs> Versus the Dark Orders, number 10. Now, John Moxley going in there like he's got other things better to do. Like, we you know, look after his kids and his wife. You know, there's more important things to like than wrestling in a belt now. And so, uh, this was a pretty much squash match. Uh, John Moxley ripped open uh, 10's masks. Bites him on the head. Goes in the ring. The ref, the, um, the cameraman follows John Moxley for a good ten seconds. Enough time for Ten to blade himself and bleed profusely in the ring. Thank goodness for the rip thing. It made no sense, but he wanted color in the match, I guess. Some color in that match. Happy Halloween, Ten. Clearly, you bladed yourself. Okay, so Cody Rhodes. What's wrong with Cody Rhodes uh, now? People don't like Cody Rhodes, and why? Um, Cody Rhodes is very uh, self, uh, self, very self-entitled. He's, I think, he's very uh, pompous. Um, he tries to, he tries to be. Uh, it shows humility, you know. Thank you, uh, Arn Anderson, for being. But you know, it it seems so fake. Um, and so Andrade comes out. You know, he's a self-entitled, uh, uh, pompous ass himself. But one thing Andrade's not like Cody, because that's what they got in common. He is pretty much uh, okay with that. Hey, I'm not lying to anybody. This is who I am. I'm self-entitled. I am Andrade in his absolute... I'm not sure he, he, he 
managed to spit all that out in English. Very, very tough. Very tough. Is uh, but he's trying. He's trying. He's trying his hardest. Coming next up is the main event, and uh, of course it is the uh, the super clique. The, all of them, you know, uh, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, you know, um, Adam Cole, new buddy, you know, and uh, Brandon Cutler. So you think. In Nakazawa. Um, you think he is, but hey, the, the only person without uh, with his with his full face hidden in body, who could it be? Could Brandon Cutler not be in there? So they, it was like this match was the best friends. It's a uh, good friends having fun in a match. This is best friends just shooting around, just having fun in front of a crowd who thinks it's taken too serious because these guys weren't. Nut shot after nut shot. Yep. But you know what? Finally, was that Stay Puff Marshmallow Man actually brand color? No, it wasn't. Surprise, surprise. It was Hangman Adam Page in full disguise. And so uh, we have the uh, Dark Order with the big victory because I guess they got their leader back. Adam Page. Next up, we move to AEW's Rampage, the secondary show. That's enough, Mr. Uh, announcer. You just have to say what's on next. No personal opinions needed. That's for me. So Rampage, we start off huge. This is the uh, for the elimination tournament. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Eddie Kingston. This was by far the match of the night. Um, now, if it were a typical Daniel Bryan match, it would be uh, a half an hour long. This was to be a half an hour long uh, match, but thank goodness it wasn't, because it ended perfectly. A little bit long, a little bit long, but, uh, you know, Eddie Kingston, he, uh, he's pretty stiff. He will hurt you. He will open you up, and he did. He gave him good slaps, and Bryan Danielson with the big slaps, too. He stood up with him. It was a big match. Um, they gave it their all in the ring. You know, it was uh, it was fun. I knew it was going to be great. And it didn't let you down. Um, so in the end, it was uh, Danny Bryan says, uh, These nuts, yo. And drags him right into his face to his balls, face my balls, Eddie Kingston, and tap out. He's like, no, F you, balls, balls. And he taps, he goes to sleep. Daniel Bryan with a great win. But before Eddie Kingston dissolves into obscurity, CM Punk had a segment back there with Tony Chivion. That's right. So uh, he gets right into CM Punk's face. Uh, CM Punk was cool at first, and he's like, "He's got you wanna." Oh, he got really angry. So this is he's up to another, perhaps another great match. No doubt, it will be a great match. But uh, obviously, Kingston will lose that match too. So next up, we have number three, Matt Seidel versus that's right, uh, Dante Martin with. His new, uh, I'm not sure what's going on. His, uh, you know, Leo Rush. Uh, they're now the men of the hour, I suppose. 
because it's more than one person. So Leo Rush has taken upon himself to mentor Dante Martin, regardless if he likes it or not, because you never heard of what Dante really thinks about this himself. It's always what other people want for Dante Martin. So, it was a good match. Nothing special. But Dante Martin uh, putting on a clinic out there. And a victory goes to Dante Martin. Um, this clean match, uh, Leo Rush, very proud of his prodigy that uh, he's taken under his wing for some reason. Dante Martin was doing just fine without him. Maybe he's fighting more. I don't know. But he had this, he's got the skills to, uh, uh, to represent himself. Okay, so next up, we've got... The very, very own, the main event is the trick-or-treat uh, match with uh, Abalon versus Dr. Britt Baker with her cronies by her side. That's right. Rebel and um, Jamie Hayter. Will they play a part in this match? Who knows? But we had chairs. We had thumbtacks. Britt Baker going to thumbtacks yet again, but not quite like the match with Thunder Rosa where she bloodied everywhere. But thumbtacks, and nevertheless, they've all put their best in, but uh, let's face it. You know, it just, it was a squeamish match, basically. It, it, it was anything but good. But Abaddon uh, getting owned, you know. Um, now... So that was that. Nothing really happened. Um, with a nice roll-up. Um, so, and that was it. That was it for, uh, what's that, Rampage. Okay, moving on to the WWE. Now, next, next up is the WWE with NXT 2.0. That's right, thank you very much. It is 2.0 time. Halloween Havoc, a very special edition of 2.0. Now, last week they had to fight. Grayson Waller had to fight LA Knight to become the host of this special event. Who would be the MC of 2.0? Well, LA Knight won. Where was LA Knight? Though, nowhere to be seen. So Grayson Waller had to take over for the whole show. But was Grayson Waller, Waller really the host? He dressed up, or you would think he's the host, but he wasn't really the host. Who was really the host? And I suppose that's why uh, um, Ellie Nate's like, you know what? I'm not really the host. Because we all know who the real host is, so I'm just gonna, you know. I'll just phone this one in. And because the host is actually a puppet. And no, it's not Lily. It would have been great if it would be Lily, right? Lily as a host. Hey. Keeping in the WWE family, but you know what? They're plugging this new ridiculous uh, TV show with Chucky Knight, uh, you know, Charles Play, the TV show. <clears throat> so Chucky was the host, and he made most of the matches. But the first one is a tr uh, triple threat ladder match. Now, last week, uh, JC Jane was in a triple threat match where she did a, a tope suicida, shot the ring, landed on her head, taking out the match due to an injury. And thank goodness it wasn't serious. Maybe a minor concussion. Maybe not. Maybe a sore neck. You know. But her ego would probably be the biggest thing. She's tough. 
So she, uh, no serious injury, thank goodness. So she came back for this match. And it was a big match. No one never, to say the least, it was a huge match. Very entertaining. A lot of big spots. People going through huge Io Shirai, going through the, going through a table really hard. Wow. Um, so Io Shirai and Zoe Starks dropped the belt. And I would assume they'd be carrying on as singles. I don't think there'll be a tag team with Io Shirai and Zoe Starks. I think that's over. But it is NXT. But it's not, you know. Okay, so we got new tag team champions. It is the Fatal Attractions, um, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane. Now this is two thirds of the dominating um, the NXT. So that's really good. Fatal Attraction coming on strong. Well, you know what? It's good to have a cohesive unit. And I think uh, that's exactly what happened. They're now a cohesive unit. So we have right now, uh, it is Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Going after uh, Carmelo Hayes' uh, United States champion. Apparently it's at, uh, you know, Dexter Loomis's house. They're on their way there to pick it up. So next up we have ourselves. Um, this is an interesting match. It is uh, Born Again. Uh, Joe Gacy with his friend Arian, his follower Arian. Versus the new newcomer and jobber, um, um, Malik Blade. Malik Blade. So this is a weird one. So uh, um, Malik gets tossed out to the ring. Plain view with everybody. Um, Arian puts his hands on choke. That's you can't do that. You just earn yourself a disqualification, my friend. But apparently the ref didn't see that at all. Maybe because it's... Uh, okay, I'm not going to say anything. But the ref did not call that one. Even though right then and there, Malik Blade should have won. Uh, born again, Joe Gacy should have been disqualified. But I guess privilege has privileges. So, Joe Gacy with the, the win. Because after he gets tossed back in the ring, uh, Joe Gacy... Uh, you know... You know, it doesn't matter. Well, at the end, it's some loving time. Thank you, my good friend. And who knows what else we do in our spare time is don't ask, don't tell. But embracing Arian in his clutches is Joe Gacy, born again. So here we go. Next up, Diamond Mine issuing an open challenge to the NXT because apparently they don't have a match scheduled. Ridiculous. Any one of them could go. But no, open challenge. And who decides to uh, accept? Well, we have Odyssey Jones. He's accepting a match with uh, Roderick Strong, even though uh, he wants the belt, even though it's it's a cruiserweight championship. It's ridiculous for Odyssey Jones to actually think about winning the belt. But I guess he wants to fight one of the best in the world. Roderick Strong. Um, so now, it was a good match. Roderick Strong is great, but uh, apparently these days uh, it takes a team. So I think Julius jumps on the ropes, you know, uh, on the apron there. Uh, Odyssey Jones brings him in a rope ring, takes him back out the ring, comes into a flying knee from uh, Roderick Strong for the three count, gets the pin, a flying knee. 
Um, so walking away with the win is, uh, um, you know, Roderick Strong. Uh, looking bad again is uh, Nathan. Well, you know, he did get the win over uh, Andre Chase. So he's not losing all the time. So next up, we have a women's heavyweight championship match. It is finally Raquel Gonzalez versus we have uh, Mandy Rose of Fatal Attraction. Now, they, already two, uh, they own two of the three belts in the women's division. Will this be a third? Uh, with a big entrance, uh, Raquel Gonzalez comes in with a big motorcycle. But this was a no disqualification match, which went straight into Mandy's wheelhouse because she's not a wrestler. So uh, anything keep you uh, make you win without wrestling. So there was a lot of uh, distractions, like obviously uh, kendo sticks, chairs. Uh, yep, it had uh, all the bells and whistles in the match. Anything that would help. It's like Goldberg versus uh, um, Lashley. It was tailor made for Lashley, even though it was a, it was a street fight. It wasn't. Yeah, it was a street fight. You know, it, was, it was called a no holds barred match, but it was like this was a was this a no holds barred match or was it called a street fight? It is a street fight. So it was just ridiculous at the best. But uh, now this was crazy because uh, Mandy Rose uh, she gets a win. But uh, you think anybody in Fatal Attraction would come in to give her a hand in this street fight where it's completely legal? Because a masked person comes in to whack Raquel Gonzalez, and this would get uh, a setup for a Mandy Rose victory. So, now we got yourself Fatal Attraction on top of the game. All the belts, baby. And who beat up, who knocked out the Raquel Gonzalez? Why, it's her old friend. That's right. Um... Dakota Kai with the big thing. So uh, now that, um, uh, you know, uh, Raquel Gonzalez doesn't have the belt, uh, now this would be a, a not very interesting uh, thing. Okay, so before we go with this NX, uh, okay, so we have a nice Kaylee Ray sighting. Uh, she, you haven't forgot about Kaylee Ray. Perhaps uh, she, she, she is a top girl, top woman in the Federation right now. You know? Um... Soon she'll make her mark uh, once they start utilizing her a little bit more. Okay, so now we have this ridiculous uh, sequence. It is the, uh, um, you know, Johnny Gargan, Dexter Loomis' house, uh, Carmelo Hayes, and find the belt. Uh, they go there through a haunted house, you know, uh, the Hardy Boys sequence, I would call it. It was just like a Hardy Boys, uh, uh, I don't know, Hardy's compound match without the, anything happening. So they go through this thing, meeting some, uh, it was a haunted house, basically. They find a belt, uh, but before they leave, I guess they got a little bit of a beating. Nothing serious, but they got out with the belt. And that's all that matters, right? Okay, so next, we have Grayson Waller and uh, LA Knight meeting up in the ring, both as Draculas. You know, uh, both knowing that they weren't really the home. Okay, so I guess uh, LA Nate finally made an appearance. Thank you. It was great. And who should make their appearance too? But uh, Solo uh, um, Siskoa uh, comes to the ring. That's right. So uh, Grayson Waller was fed to the Lions and he got knocked out. 
So Solo, aka the missing Uso, looks like go call him uh, Solo or Johnny Uso with the big. Uh, yes, I'm here. Don't call me Uso. Uso crazy. So next up we have the main event. Um, Actually, we have a tag team for the tag team championships. It is MSK versus uh, Imperium in a lumberjack match. It was uh, it's entertaining, to say the least, entertaining. Um, but it came down to one thing. It was just a lumberjack match, and uh, they used the lumberjack for one thing as uh, a pillow, as some something to soft to land on, the safety net. But here we have something completely different. We have, I believe it was uh, um, Nash Carter with a cutter off the top. And like a really poor mosh crowd, they split the ways, uh, split, split like, the, like the seas of Moses. And they landed on the ground hard. I'm surprised they carried on. It was bad. But um, what didn't carry on was the fact the lumberjacks were like, you know what, you guys are useless. Get, the, get back here, you dumb dummies. I think once you start relying on other people to land on, you've gone too far. You know, it's now it's like you know what this is kind of dangerous, or they got they got to find new ways. Maybe add a softer layer of padding on top of the padding they have already. Uh, but we have a a huge uh, you know victory. It is uh, Imperium with the win. Um, it is a Wesley getting pinned. Um, Imperium, the new and finally tag team champions. Uh, I think it's about time. Um, but we move on to the main event. It is Tommaso Ciampa versus the Mike Awesome of the new generation of N um, NXT. It is Braun Breaker. Um, this was a fantastic match of the night. This was the match of the night. It was fantastic. It was uh, the Will versus it was Braun Breaker. He's a it's a very tough guy. He's Mike Awesome's powerful, you know. Versus the intelligence and the wisdom of uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Now Tommaso is not um, a tag team technician by far, but he is a great wrestler, and it's proved why uh, Tommaso Ciampa is the. Uh, is the uh, world champion of NXT. I thought maybe uh, Braun Breaker would have won because he's a new face of the NXT. I think he's new face, you know. Um, but no, no, it, it was good. You know, Tommaso Ciampa proving why he's uh, he's the man in the, in the business. Why he's the man. Okay, next up. Um, we have ourselves. The next up. We have the WWE's flagship, Raw. Thank you very much. It is. We start off the whole thing with uh, Big E coming in. As after all, he is the uh, representing Raw as a champion. Coming off a very large win over... Um, what's that? Uh, um, Drew McIntyre. Now, this is season premiere show. Um... So he comes in the ring, and Seth Rollins, he wants a challenge, but, you know, they start arguing, and then uh, Finn Balor comes in, and Ray, uh, you know, Rey Mysterio comes in, and then uh, Kevin Owen comes in, and they, before they can all get into it, they all have nice mic time. 
you know, a lot of talking. But it was fun. It was entertaining. It doesn't have to all be fighting all the time. Um, so uh, Sonia, Sonia Deville comes in and, and makes the main event match. It's a fatal four-way. Um, for the opportunity to fight uh, Big E, I suppose. But we start off with a uh, triple threat tag team match for the number one contendership. It is um, the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode versus Alpha Academy. You know, uh, Otis and Chad Gable versus the Street Profits, Montez Ford and, uh, you know, uh, Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins. It was a fun match, no doubt. It was okay. It was ridiculous in a way. Because uh, I'm not sure, uh, triple threat tag teams are just like there's no rules, apparently. No rules? Are there no rules on a tag team match anymore? So even with a triple threat, if it's a regular tag team, there's rules. But if you add another tag team in there, everything goes for some reason. Because almost came to the ringside. You know, uh... Montez Ford decides to uh, jump him by giving a suicide, you know, a high cross from inside the outside of the ring. Uh, he got caught and he got thrown to the side. Tossed aside like rubbish. Like a sack of taters. Sack of potatoes. And then goes to punch his friend, uh, Andrew Darkens, in the face where, thing, uh, where the Dirty Dogs took advantage, even though it should have been a. Who they have disqualified? They were throwing a match out. So, nevertheless, um, the Dirty Dogs come out to win. New number one contenders. And to follow that was the coronation of the Queen. That's right. It was um, Zelina. Zelina Vega with the Queen thing. And uh, somehow she's got Madonna syndrome. She became British for a short period of time. All of a sudden, her she British. I'm royalty. Yes. But sad thing, she just like any bad actor. She could not keep the accent. She loses it when she had long speech. It's gone. But she wants the accent back for she is the queen. Zolina Vega, announce me properly. <laughs> That was so sad. It was so cringy. God damn. Probably as cringy as my interpretation of that. That's right. So next up, we have this lead up to a match. It is uh, Zelina Vega versus uh, Dewdrop Part 2. Um, now this is not really a match. You know, we had a corner sequence there. Where Zelina jumped out of the corner to take off the turnbuckle. The referee hurries to the turnbuckle to put the turnbuckle pack on. While that happens, Zelina grabs her scepter and bonks. That's right. I said bonks. Dewdrop on the head. And she dewdropped on the ground where Zelina Vega got the pin. That was hilarious. Whoop-de-doo, Zelina. You're still queen and you just use the thing to bonk someone on the head. Okay, so now next up we have uh, Becky Lynch coming out. And then uh, we have looking for a challenge and uh, Sasha Banks goes to challenge but it's like, hey, listen, we want a new challenge here. You've done this before. Get back to the line. And so who comes up? 
Actually, <laughs> what happened here? Actually, it was just a face-to-face -face right there for the belt. So next up, uh, we have uh, a championship contenders match for the U.S. title. This was hilarious. I'm not sure. It was, it was pretty bad. It was, uh, what's that? Uh, Damon Priest uh, versus T-Bar. T-Bar on his own. And uh, I'm not sure. It didn't seem like T-Bar had any interest in winning this match. Um, it's like, uh, yeah, he had no interest in winning the match. So he ended up fighting outside for a little bit. Um, T-Bar ended up throwing up an announcer's table at uh, Damien Priest. Damien Priest, with a fierce look, he's trying really hard with his facial expressions, but this time he farted. He maybe she even sharted here, looking like he's very embarrassed by what just happened in his pants. Damien Priest. But actually, after this after cheer shot. Even more so, another look he had was, uh, was like, did I leave my refrigerator running? Did the, is the door open? Maybe, wait, my micro, my stove, I left it. Yeah, very concerned face over something. Maybe he left my, my door, I think it was open. My cat, my beautiful cat. But Damon Priest with the win. Next up, we have Carmella. She's got her mask. She's saying it's, uh, what's that? It's ridiculous. Uh, fiberglass, you know, carbon fiber. She says it's my carbon fiber mask. You know, but uh, I'm not sure what she thinks what carbon fiber is, you know. Now, it made a funny joke about her breasts being carbon fiber, but I'm above that. But she's fighting, uh, what's her name? That's right. Liv Morgan again. Again, Liv Morgan. This is a constant with these two. Uh, Liv Morgan, I would say one of the most beautiful women in all of wrestling. Very hard to find who she is, always with the new gimmick. I hope that she finds who she is. She's very beautiful. Uh, she's very fit. But uh, she's she hasn't really stuck with the, you know, uh, a big gimmick yet. She's always she's chameleon. Um, okay, so and this is probably why she lost again. And here, with a float over face buster, Carmella with a wonderful win, holding her silicone mask up, bejeweled silicone mask, carbon fiber. Now next up we have a huge thing. The the bear cat, that's right, bear cat. A beautiful, a real bear cat. It's like a, a tiny little, uh, you know, like a cat weasel type thing. Like a, if it, yeah, some sort of monkey cat. Um, but uh, Keith, bear cat Lee, um, goes to the ring there. Versus Cedric Alexander. The new job business. Her business being the job squad. He is in it to job. And it's true, he got squashed. Clean victory, Bearcat Lee with a big win. Squashy, squash, squash. Cedric Alexander. Maybe he might join his friend, Tony Nice. I'm not sure if they're friends or not. But here we go. I always found this funny. Very little bit interesting, at least. It is uh, the Mysterios. Their latest t-shirt. It's uh, looks awfully familiar, awfully familiar, although it's not quite as crisp. 
but it's the same writing and it's the basic same thing. I wonder what the Wu-Tang Clan thinks about this. Did they get permission? Hey, listen, it's not really the same. We're, there's a line here we're not crossing. I'm just saying. And another thing, while going to that match, I realized um, Dominic is sporting some sort of new symbol on his ring gear. Looks kind of familiar. I don't know. Transformers. Might want to look into it. But before we go into the big match, we have uh, Rey Mysterio and his little sunny son, uh, Dominic, talking. And we have, uh, oh my goodness, Austin Theory coming in for some new f selfies. And you know what means with selfie time? Someone's going to get their butt beat. And is he looking to beat up uh, Rey Mysterio? So Dominic did not want to take their picture. And he's like, I'll meet you out in a ring. And ring he they did. With a pretty good match, I'd say. Not great, but it was a good match. Um, a clean victory for Austin Theory, who gets his selfie with Dominic in the ring. In the form of, ha ha ha, I'm better than you. You are terrible, and I am good. Next up, we got our Fatal 4-Way. It is the uh, Rey Mysterio, Kevin Owens, um, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins in this uh, ladder match. It was brutal. Um, like all matches like um even it matched even with the women's uh you know uh nxt championship uh, the uh, ladder match the uh with women's uh, tag team it was really good a lot of flying around a lot of people going a lot of big moves but in the end it was seth rollins with the big victory and who knows will he be the next champion he would be the obvious choice for me at least because seth rollins is um that damn good Which means he got over that loss with uh, Edge pretty damn quick. Pretty darn quick. Next up, we have the next show. It is SmackDown, the blue brand. Thank you, announcer. Even though that was a bit much, it was okay. So we start off with the match. The day, not a match. The day with a, uh, a Charlotte Flair, the queen herself, the world SmackDown champion. But we have, uh, looking for a new challenge. Sasha Banks comes out there to challenge. And she's like, what? You've had your chance. I'm sorry. You don't get it. You should get in back of line. So Shotzi Blackheart comes to the ring. I want my challenge. She didn't sound like that. But she will. Uh, she gets the challenge. And, of course, uh, Charlotte uh, sets this up. Because she's a fighting champion, I guess. Now, if this was the NXT, Charlotte would have to fight for you know another half a year, at least. Maybe uh, twice a year she'd have to fight. I don't know. Maybe that's... Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing, fighting once or twice twice a year. That, that kind of sucks. Um, but here we go. It is Shotzi Blackheart versus um, Charlotte. In this great match. It was a pretty good match, I gotta say. Um, was it match of the night? Yes, it was. Um, but it looked like it could go anyway, but in the end, it was... Uh, what's that? Uh, Sasha got onto the ring apron. Really nothing happened. She just got the attention of both wrestlers. Enough so that Charlotte can take full advantage. And with the uh, natural selection, Charlotte gets the win. Um, so, uh, Sasha comes in the ring, 
no, she's wearing these 12 inch heels. It was insane. And who can wrestle in these huge 12 inch heels? Nobody. So Shotzi takes advantage of this. She is so angry. She blames his loss on Sasha and takes it out on her big time. And with her crumpled, uh, uh, you know, unconscious corp body on the ground, she just, uh, yep, dominated by uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Now, before we go any further, I gotta give a special uh, shout out to uh, perhaps one of the greatest talents in the not just the uh, SmackDown, but I think in the entire WWE. Um, she's not a wrestler. Um, her name is Kayla Braxton. She is a backstage reporter. Um, I think they should give her a more responsibilities. She is clever. She is fearless, um, bold, um, and she is uh, acute as a button. She is absolutely perfect. Um, you just want to see her do what she does, getting people caught in... Mm. Kayla Braxton... Kudos to you. You make a show from good to great. With your inside reporting and your timing is always perfect. I hope to see more of you. A lot more. <clears throat> and here's the thing. After the humiliating bashing by Brock Lesnar, Adam Pierce, finally taking ownership of his, uh, of his new position in the WWE. Um, showing pretty much it's asserting himself as uh you know i need some respect around here you know i kind of put respect on my name and if uh you don't give me respect i'm gonna make i'm gonna force it and thank goodness finally and pierce doing something for himself um define and stuff to brock lesser it doesn't matter whether it's a fake or not you know, they always say, oh, which we get, get, there's a fine line between what's real and what's not, you know. Uh, so who knows if that's real or not, or just uh, kayfabe or a work. So next up, we have the open challenge, um, the Warriors challenge. It is, uh, what's that, uh, Drew McIntyre, open challenge. So we have uh, Mustafa Ali coming, and he's talking to talk for some reason. Talking to talk. Like he actually wins anything. Mustafa wins nothing. So he's, he's talking, talking against um, Drew. And he's like, what? 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 That's absolutely absurd. What are you? So he, of course, it was a smashing. Drew McIntyre tossed him and threw him and just crushed him. It was easy too. Mustafa doesn't win. He can't win. I'm not sure why. Maybe Mustafa should go to the NXT UK. That would be amazing. You would do pretty good there. But... He comes on the mic and uh, berates the crowd like, you know why you don't like me? Now, he doesn't say these words, but he pretty much uh, calls the, uh, the crowd racists. You know what? We all like, uh, what's his name, uh, Mansoor. We all love Mansoor. He's a winner and we love him. So next up, we have a coronation. Um, so the first king ever to make a knight somebody. So I'm not sure... Uh, I would think it'd be great if, uh, you know, if, what's that, uh, um, Xavier Woods would have fought uh, Nakamura for the crown instead of giving it up and getting the crown for free. It's ridiculous. I think there should have been a match to make this final. So what happens when they want to crown a new king? Are you, is, is 
uh, Xavier Woods just have to, like, I'm sorry, I got to get the crown back. Or is he had to fight for it? When he wanted to just change kings, so he'd have a new king. So uh, we have uh, King uh, Xavier, King Woods, and uh, Sir Kofi in the ring there, looking pompous as all. Playing the part 100% in. 100% in on this new angle. Which is good, I suppose. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Jerry the King Lawler. He's been on the angle since 100% for like 50 years. Okay, no, now, Usos come in. Now you're in our SmackDown. Who's the best? Now we have a main event set up. So next up, we have a trick or street fight. It is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, Rick Boogs versus uh, Happy Horbin and... Madcap Moss. I would have thought it would have been uh, Boogs and Shinsuke for a win. But this was a silly match. It was a Halloween match. Um, Nakamura riding a, wearing a pumpkin. We have uh, uh, Madcap Moss uh, success, successfully, uh, what's that, uh, uh, bobbing for apples. But in the end, we had a cheating thing. You know, uh, you know after it is a, a, a street fight, pump, trick or treat, trick or street fight. And it was Humberto and Angel Garza with uh, kendo sticks, and they take out uh, Rick Boogs. So the winner is, of course, my favorite team, Madcap Moss and uh, Happy Corbin. I'll walk away. And I'm afraid it's, it's so bad. I'm not sure what the Jessica card did, because she was a she is the best referee there. So they're giving her these shit, these these ridiculous matches where she's absolutely. Uh, Pointless to having any referee just besides just calling them, um, you know Two's wins at the end. So she was completely redundant in this match. It was ridiculous how they're So nevertheless we move on to uh, what is that? Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Naomi Now we all know Shayna Baszler would normally naturally beat up Naomi but uh, it is uh, Sonia Deville made herself the ref to make it even harder and with a quick count, Naomi lost. Shayna Baszler and uh, they beat her up some more at the end of the match. There we go. Which leads us to the main event. It is a bloodline, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso versus the New Day. Uh, which is now the new King Xavier versus and Sir Kofi. Um, this was fun. You know, big moves. But who is uh, the new? New. Yeah, yeah. It is King Kofi and Sir uh, King uh, Xavier, King Woods and Sir Kofi. Uh, Woods with the roll up, like I always say. You don't need a finisher move. That just takes too long. Go to the roll up. Voila! You got yourself a win. The best finisher out there, which is a non-finisher. And it is true. It was it was fun, but in the end, it was a roll up. And Xavier Woods with a big victory. So, King Woods. So moving on, we got... Uh, Next up, we've got the greatest wrestling of all federations. That's right, it is NXT UK. That's right, a little bit uh, too much there, announcer. Maybe uh, bring it down a little bit more next time. Okay, but we have the NXT UK. We're going to start the whole thing up with uh, Gallus. Uh, Gallus is Mark Coffey. Um, he's with Wolfgang. No Joe Coffey in sight, I'm afraid. He's working on a new man bun, I hear. 
his man bun is not high enough. He needs a new man bun. So versus, now this is part of the fam, the fam. It is uh, um, Rojan Rondo. Uh, yep. Um, with uh, Tioman by his side. Um, so it is uh, Mark uh, Mark Coffee with a big win, uh, you know, pretty easily I guess. Uh, Tioman not happy, not at all. So they both attack uh, Wolfgang and Coffee, getting a moral victory. So next up, I would say this probably could be the match of the night. It was uh, the very new uh, um, Myla Grace versus uh, a male. Um, this was a clean victory. This was hard fought by both uh, competitors. Uh, what can I say? Uh, it was uh, very entertaining. A male proving yourself to be one of the top uh, performers in NXT. Who will she go after next? Obviously, she needs to go to the top. Um, but, you know, uh, with uh, next week, uh, it's, it, you know, these uh, women's championship matches are few and far in between. They got to do something about that. But this is NXT UK. They got to have some sort of independent, uh, get another subtitle for the women. I think that would be great. Give them more um, incentives, you know? Okay, next up, we've got a newcomer, Danny Jones. Now, if you haven't heard of Danny Jones, it's no kid, no reason why you haven't. Uh, he has fought before in the NXT UK. He's jobbed every single time. So why would this be any different? Why? It's because it's with, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Dempsey. That's right, the newcomer Charlie Dempsey. Now, Charlie Dempsey, he's a uh, old school mat wrestler. You know, uh, no new style fangle, no jumping off the ropes. Uh, He's not quite strong style, you know. He uh, now I think Charlie Dempsey could be great. I think he's got some great fun moves. He's got some interesting uh, throwback moves. Um, some of them are, are ridiculous. Uh, you know, uh, they just I, I don't know. It seems like uh, he's, sometimes it seems like he tries too hard rather than uh, just uh, wrestling with emotion. You know, uh, counter wrestle, wrestle with. I mean, it just seems like so. I don't know. But Charlie Dempsey with big victory against uh, Jobber. So uh, who knows what's going to happen when he fights someone big? Uh, it looks like there might be something with him and Gallus in the future. After all, they've got some sort of a running, running bit with uh, Gallus and him. Perhaps it's going to culminate to some future matchup. Now, will it be like? Uh, I don't know. The uh, Diamond Mind, uh, Brutus and Julius Creed, after finally fighting someone like uh, that's not Jobbers, they lose. Who knows? We will never know until he fights someone worth with a name. Um, next up, it's our main event. Uh, made as a Heritage Cup Championship match. It is Tyler Bates versus Norm Noham Dar. Now, Norm Dars with uh, his friend uh, um, Shaw Samuels and uh, Trent uh, Mustache Mountains, Trent Seven. Now, we have our first round was a draw. Second round was a draw. 
Third round, we have a Norm Dar with the Nova Rola going on up. Fourth round, we have yourselves a Tyler Driver tied up. Fifth round, final round was a draw. They go to the next round. It was hilarious. It was so great. Although, I, I wish it was a the cheat was done by Norm Dar because he is so intelligent um, to mastermind something that would have got him, you know, that the perfect cheat that would have been great. But we have ourselves uh, pretty deadly coming to ring, you know, to mess around with uh, Trent Seven. Um, I believe it was. Uh, um, Sam Stoker, Lewis Howley, I believe Lewis Howley, grabbed onto uh, with Trent Seven's uh, towel, rally towel. It goes to throw it in the ring. At the same time, we got ourselves uh, a little skirmish going in the ring. Norm Dar finally gets uh, uh, Tyler Bates into a uh, an arm uh, leg lock. You know, Tyler Bates, this the dirty hippie, into a. Uh, is no, uh, knee lock, uh, supernova champagne knee bar. That's right. So while he Lewis Howley was trying to throw it in, um, Trent Seven grabs the towel, grabs it off, and throws it himself by accident. Ref sees that, and oh my goodness! And uh, we got ourselves a champagne knee bar in the ring. Uh, Tyler Bate not tapping out. We got ourselves a. Uh, a towel in the ring. So what's going to do? Norm Dar, new um, Heritage Cup champion. Now I really hope Norm Dar turns into a belt. So the next time they have, they can win the championship belt, cashed in for the belt with the if they for the championship belt uh, match, like Money in the Bank. Except uh, you got to do a real match. That would be great. So congratulations to Norm Dar, new. And perhaps one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet today. So now I move on to, okay, next week is going to be big. Nako Mako Satomura was finally defender championship belt. Like probably the second time this year. Last time this year. And it's against Ginny. And let's hope, uh, now I think it's going to be a change of uh, titles here. I think this is time for Ginny to shine. So my money is on Ginny for the big win. Mako Satomura, you did proud. Um, but you're not a fighting champion. It's, it's unfortunate. You don't even make appearances. I think Ginny would be great, even though uh, there's only so many people can fight at once, I guess, but it's, I think it's time, personally, that we see a new champion. But that has been it for this week of The Wrestling Show. And if you're still around, listener or a viewer, thank you very much for sticking around. I have been your host, Lip a.k.a. Tetsu Omega, and see you next time on The Wrestling Show.